the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 25 of Sierra Unfiltered. Hey, pals. And the last episode of the year. <gasps> wild, wild, wild. I know. How how long has have we had the podcast? When did we launch it? I think July okay. is when we launched it. So it's been like six months. Something like that. That's crazy. That's so crazy. It's been such a fun ride. I know. Aw, I'm so grateful we got to do it together. I know. I'm so, I'm just so excited for the new year. And that's what we're going to be talking about this podcast. We're going to talk about um, like the highlights of our 2019. We're going to talk about things that we are leaving behind in 2019 and our resolutions for 2020. I'm so excited. This Me has too. been such a fun year. I know. And also, we are going to be taking a little break in the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. Um, so we are, after this episode, we are going to be back on January 27th. Yes. So we're taking three weeks off. Um, and we'll, well talk more about that in your bump date, well, too. Well, I mean, we yeah, can just, let's just talk now. about it now. I mean, my bump date is that I am very pregnant. <laughs> I, I'm eight and a half months pregnant. And I feel like all the time weird things are happening in my body. Like even we went out to lunch at Chipotle today and I was like, Sierra, can you feel my stomach? Like my stomach has just been insanely hard all day. It was like rock hard. Like how it is when I have Braxton Hicks contractions, but just like all, the time. all day. And like, I don't know. I just, I have a lingering suspicion that I might go into labor early. So our plan is to film two more podcasts before I go into labor and we do our my maternity leave. Um, but we'll see when we those get filmed and <laughs> right. when everything happens. So the plan is to come back on January 27th. 27th. We'll have two episodes together, and then Steven will take over. Yeah, let me check and make sure it's the 27th so I give you guys accurate information. All I know is we're taking three weeks off. Yes, mm-hmm. it is the 27th is when we will be back. Yeah. Um, And the plan is that Steven will be my co-host. But I'm I honestly, so I just can't imagine doing this podcast without you. Aw, that's very Like, sweet. I really, I what's it going to be like with me and Steven? Like, he's Better. not going to have a bump. <laughs> No. He's not going to have, He's a, not gonna bump have a bump date. date. But I guess you won't when you come back either. I can have like a baby. A baby, baby date. date. What would we call it? Um, I'm sure we could come up with something with his name. Yeah, that's b- true. Isn't that weird? We're going to finally be able to say his name. Every time you guys see an awkward cut in the podcast, it's because one of us said his name. I know. Well, at this point, it's like so natural yeah. that I don't know. But so... We'll see. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's so, a crazy time. And Skylar also isn't 100% sure how much time she's going to take off from the podcast. Yeah. So we're planning on three months. Mm-hmm. But I know Skylar's also been like, I don't know, maybe after only a couple weeks, I'll want to come back and just film an episode here and there. So yeah. I'm totally leaving the ball in her court. Yeah, well, I feel like the podcast is probably the first thing that I'll really jump back into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that aside from the podcast, most of my work will be remote once I come back. Right. And then we'll eventually transition into kind of the flow that we're in right now. But the podcast is like the one thing. And especially if I'm like not seeing you that week, I'm sure I'm just going to want to talk to you. Right. So I feel like it would be so easy just to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to come in on a Saturday. Kyle and Steven can like go to the park with baby and like we can film. But I also don't want you to feel like you have to. Like yeah. I, I also but don't also, want you to feel like oh you know I I have to go in and I have to do this. Like I want you to take as much time as you need. Which is why we're saying that Steven is going to be the co-host for the entire time. Yeah. If I come back it'll just be like a surprise fun thing. Yeah. But I feel like there's going to be so much happening in both of our lives and I don't know I just I, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I guess I can talk to you off offline too. But I feel people like people do that. <laughs> I actually blocked your number once we started this podcast because yeah. I like everything to be very organic. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh so my funny. gosh! But yeah, so that's my bump date. Is we're planning on doing two more episodes with the two of us pre-baby, but they'll probably go up when I'm having the baby, and then. It'll be Stephen time. Stephen 
time. I'm so excited. I feel like in the beginning when we started this podcast, I would listen to every single episode. Yeah. And now I don't always listen back just because it's us talking and I was already a part of that conversation. So it feels like a little narcissistic. <laughs> I feel like the benefit is that I understand like what people are DMing me on Instagram because like my memory has been jogged. Right. But it'll be so fun to get to listen to a podcast with you and Steven. Isn't that crazy to think about? I so I also excited. saw a lot of people asking, like, for, uh, like, rotating co-hosts. Yeah. So, like, Steven and some, like, Kenzie, my mom, my brother. So That'd that might also be a good opportunity for me to bring on some guests that, like, aren't necessarily someone that, like, you and I both need to interview. Like, yeah. we want to have Molly Burke on, but, like, I want that to be both of us because, like, we both know Molly. Totally. But, like, I feel like if... I mean, I've never met Kenzie. I've <laughs> never met anyone in your family. But I feel no, like it could be good to have, like, my... I feel like you and I don't need to, like, interview my little brother. Yeah. But it might be fun to have him on for an well, episode. Well, and it could also be fun because then you guys can talk about, like, your shared experiences together. Right. Like, we can get your mom's perspective on, like, how you were growing up. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. So let yeah. us know um, anyone that you would like to see fill in for Skylar while she's gone. Woo. Other than Steven. I bet we're going to get a lot of comments of Carly and Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. And Carly. <laughs> Carly, would you ever come on the podcast? would you want to though oh we should totally have carly on the podcast uh, That'd be great. also everyone always wants tony but i want to be you here for you tony. have to be here when tony comes up i love tony tony's Sweet our photographer baby. who does recreating celebrity photos with us he's me, fantastic me being so professional calling our photographer my sweet, sweet angel, angel baby, baby. <laughs> but it's okay we're like friends outside of yeah too <laughs> um do i mean what you drinking both water. drinking water wow i guess that kind of goes into my sister also, sister yeah oh, time. no go ahead go. Go i ahead. was gonna say so that people don't because i've seen people comment the last couple podcasts being like serious drinking water which means that she must be pregnant no like first of all until sierra announces that she's pregnant like i feel like just don't assume anything yeah but also like people often don't drink when they're in like their two-week wait or when they're trying yeah you. so yeah i guess that kind of goes into my sister sister date um sister sister time because <laughs> because um so as we're filming this i'm still in my two-week wait as this is going up it's going to be around the time that i would be able to take a pregnancy test i have been probably overly transparent about the trying process not just the fact that we're trying that i found out i have pcos like literally talking to you guys about like as i'm taking ovulation tests as i'm taking pregnancy tests and, well, it's also during Vlogmas, so right. everything's going up in real time. Right. Um, and so I guess the one thing I would ask, like Skylar said, is like, let's not try to like crack the code on if Sierra's pregnant or not. Because yeah. like that puts a lot of pressure on me. And I really like sharing those very intimate details about my life with you guys. And that honestly helps me go through it. Mm -hmm. But also like, A, it's probably going to be months and maybe even years and maybe never that I get pregnant. Um, and I don't want to feel like this, I don't know, this constant pressure that like every month or everything that I'm doing is going to be like, oh, Sierra might be pregnant. And the second thing is, and I've, I've said this before, when I get pregnant, hopefully if I get pregnant, I'm not going to tease it like some big announcement. Yeah. I'm not going to like drop hints and clues. I'm just going to say it. And I don't know if I'm going to say it like right when I find out, if I'm going to say it after my eight week ultrasound, if I'm going to say it after the first trimester, I don't know. Yeah. I would think I would probably announce it sooner than most people because I am a very transparent person and I'm mm -hmm. going to want to talk about it. But I just ask that you guys don't try to like guess and crack the code if I am or not because I'm yeah. not going to be like leaving hints or anything. Yeah. Well, I think even just uh, like less specific to you, just in general, if you know somebody is trying, it's all right to like, I was coming into work almost every single day in the period in which Kyle and I were trying. And so a lot of the times I would talk to Sierra as my friend and be like, oh my God, I feel so sick. I feel this and the other. I wonder if that means I'm pregnant. And so then you would ask me like, do you think you're pregnant? 
And but that was okay because like I literally called you the day that I was right. pregnant and told you over the phone because you had been such a part of that journey. But I feel like we also were transparent, not to millions of people, but right. just to our friends and family. And I feel like every time we got together for something, if like I had a drink, people are like, Oh, must not be pregnant yet or like if I didn't have a drink, like, oh, are you pregnant? Yeah. And I'm like, either like I don't know and it's like killing me that I don't know or I just found out I'm not and that's upsetting or you know what I mean yeah and so I feel like I feel like please don't comment things like trying to crack the code on Sierra but also just like people in your real life right I think like, it's, it's fine. A sensitive it's fine to, if someone opens up to you about what they're that they're trying or that yeah. they're in the two-week wait or that they're going through any sort of fertility things I think absolutely ask questions share your experiences um but I do think it's something that you have to be careful with of like not ever making someone feel pressured like they have to act a certain way say a certain thing or like not being disappointed for people because I feel like a lot of times I would tell people like yeah not pregnant this month and they'd be like oh bummer and it's like yeah it is a bummer and like I was always really sad when my two-week wait ended and I like got my period and found out I wasn't pregnant just because I wanted that so badly and so it is like a aw bummer but it's like I know it's an aw bummer like we can just move on like we don't have to we can just say like yep not pregnant and like okay cool drop it and we can like try again next month you know but yeah I feel like especially it's like it's such a personal thing so so personal if anyone's opening up to you whether that be an influencer or someone in your real life just you know proceed with caution let them lead yeah yeah i think that's a good way to put it um do you want to do your hot take yeah so that kind of goes into my hot take oh really of i feel like it's i feel like it's kind of connected i think that trigger warnings are good And I feel Agreed. like it's been made into a joke in the last couple of years of like, oh, I'm triggered. But in reality, like people do go through traumatic events in their life and certain things can be triggering to certain people. Yeah. And a trigger warning hurts no one. No. Like a, if if you're someone who doesn't need a trigger warning, that's great. It's not for you. Yeah. Even if let's say like – on our podcast where we talked about our past struggles um with mental health Mm -hmm. putting a trigger warning in front of that harmed no one yeah even if of the fifty thousand people that watched that video if one person Mm -hmm. listened to that and that let them know okay i'm gonna skip this one out or um i'm just not in the right headspace to take in this content i'll do it later right i think why not put up the trigger warning yeah so that's my hot take. I feel like it's such a joke of like millennials are offended by everything and oh everyone's so triggered all the time like these snowflakes and it's like no that's that's an actual thing like if someone has been through a shooting like there should be a trigger warning for anything involving like a shooting or if someone has struggled with eating disorders like there should be a trigger warning I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. That's my hot take. I am totally on par with that. On par with that. What am I talking about? (laughs) I'm totally on board with that. I think trigger warnings are great. I think there's no reason not to. Yeah. Um, I think one thing I struggle with, especially with making content that is very transparent a lot of the time, is knowing when to put it. When is it necessary? So, like, when is it necessary to put a trigger warning? So, like, Mm -hmm. like, if I say the word eating disorder. Yeah. If I just say that word. Does that video then need a trigger warning for that? Or is it only if I, like, go into depth about that topic? Or, like, at what point is it good for me to let people know beforehand what that content is? Yeah. Like, what do you think? Um, I think, first of all, with your videos, your title is always what the video is about. Like, you don't clickbait people. And so I feel like if someone's clicking on a video, like, about your fertility journey, they should know... That if they're triggered by someone, like, being on that journey, then they shouldn't watch it. Right. Like, I feel like you have to kind of trust your audience. I feel like with podcasts or with, like, really visual media, like, if you were to show a picture of someone who very clearly had an eating disorder, then that would be something that you should give a trigger warning before. Right. But, I don't know. I feel like in your videos, I feel like you 
play it safe especially since it's all like mainly i feel like we're really branching into like comedy like (laughs) follow me around content like you reviewing like forever 21's cheetos collection (laughs) isn't gonna trigger anyone you know i feel like we dive deeper into the more hard-hitting topics on the podcast and on the vlog and i feel like those audiences kind of know what they're getting by whatever the title is and i think there's been three episodes that we've had trigger warnings on too yeah um what sorry i was gonna say what's your hot take? oh my hot take oh okay so my hot take is just kind of a call out to my husband (laughs) (laughs) me every hot take (laughs) uh maybe a month ago steven said something to me about like a change he wants to make and he was like yeah i think that'll be my new year's resolution and i was like it's early november you have two months you could just make that change now if that's something that you think is going to make your life better Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I think I'm just going to wait till 2020. And my whole thing is like, why do we have this idea that this arbitrary new year that we've set up marks the beginning of some rebirth? And, yeah. I, and I'm saying that as someone who loves making New Year's resolutions, who loves trying to like actively think about the changes I want to make in my life. Yeah. But also, if it's July and I identify something in my life that's not like serving me mm-hmm. and that's making my life worse, I will try to make that change now yeah. instead of being like, well, you know, we're not at the end of the year. I guess I'll wait till 2020. I mean, I agree. Like, why do we wait to make these changes until it's a New Year's resolution? Especially if it's a change that's, like, really negatively impacting your life. Like, if you're able to identify, like, this is something that is, like, harming me or not doing me any good. But I'm not going to change that pattern for six months or for two months or for two weeks or whatever it is. Like, you might as well just get on with it yeah I that's my hot take but I also understand that the new year can be a good time to reflect on your life and be like what changes would I like to make yeah what person do I want to be and you maybe not be asking yourself those questions throughout the whole year but I think if something comes up in your life make that change now yeah why wait even if it's December 29th and you're like you know what there I want to change this in my life do it on the 29th don't wait till the first before we get into the heart of this podcast, I want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, which is Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Woo. Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends um, all the time. Skyler and I will go out to eat, we'll get coffee, no need to put it on two cards and split the bill. We can just cash up each other back and forth. It's nice and easy. And Cash App also comes with the Cash Card, a free debit card that comes with Boost, which are exactly like instant rewards for shopping at the places you already love. You can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and many more. It is literally like having the credit card perks, but packed in a free debit card. And we're also really excited to be working with Cash Up to support one of our favorite organizations, which is The Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is a fantastic organization that offers support and resources and crisis intervention to LGBTQ plus youth. We love The Trevor Project and any opportunity that we get to help support them makes us very, very happy. So when you sign up for Cash App and use our promo code UNFILTERED, not only will you receive $10, but cash app will also donate ten dollars to the trevor project so don't forget to use promo code unfiltered when you download cash app from the app store today thank you cash app thank you cash app (laughs) do we want to talk about what our resolutions are for this year (laughs) yeah because i feel like that's a good so i in my main channel video which i did a main channel video trying to complete all my 2019 new year's resolutions in one day yes (laughs) <laughs> which i was not there for the filming of you were not and also i haven't seen because it hasn't come out yet so so in that video i said my resolutions for 2020 okay and i forgot most of them hmm. and then i went to download the footage because mm-hmm. i had already sent it to my editor to watch it and it said it was going to take two hours to download so i'm just going to say if you want to hear all my resolutions you can go to that channel okay. that video but Two that specifically I really am committed to and really remember from that video. Yeah. Is I want to be more giving. So with my, that was my resolution for last year too. 
be more giving with like my time, my energy, and my finances. So like volunteer more. So like just be there for people more. Like give more I of myself. I feel like you've absolutely done that this really? year. Yeah. I feel oh. – I I tell people all the time of I think like you are literally at this point like the most giving person I know. Oh my god. And gosh. like even like we were Thanks. just joking on the last podcast of – me being like well you give me so much and like you do give me so much in that like obviously like in your love and your time and your everything but I feel like you've there has been like a crazy change and even I would say like the last six months of I feel like you're constantly like hey I feel like you really need a spa day like Mm -hmm. let's go to the spa it's on me or like hey I feel like you could really benefit from this day off I am telling you, like, don't come in. Like, I feel like you've been very giving in, like, every respect. I appreciate that. That's really nice. Because I was reflecting on this year and I was like, was I more giving? I was like, I think so, but I'm not sure. I think. Oh, absolutely. I, it's easier to, like, measure. I definitely gave more to charity this year. Mm-hmm. Um, That's something I can measure. I feel like it's harder to measure those things of just, like, yeah. giving time and, like, yeah. giving like energy to people and like giving like care so I appreciate that thanks well and you'll be giving me a lot of time and energy and care in the next couple months anyways whether you like it or not (laughs) I'll be like Sierra please come over and hold my baby so I can take a shower you know I will (laughs) that's you giving to me getting to be around your baby I that's a gift But I would definitely say, mm-hmm. and I think that, like, that has been a big change. Because it's not that you were, like, ungiving before this year. But I think if I were to describe you before this year, I would describe you as, like, strong and smart and all these other things. But now I feel like in your five adjectives, like, giving would probably be Aww. one of them. That's really nice. Well, I want to keep doing that in 2020 mm-hmm. and, like... I don't know put more into that because I feel like that's something that I really value in myself is like if someone was saying the five adjectives about me I would love for like giving to be one of them I think that's something Mm -hmm. that I really want to be um and then my other one was no more piles so like with organization my house is a lot more organized this year than it was last year and my life in general one of my resolutions last year um I don't think it was like an official resolution but I do this my friend Lavender her name's Eileen she's amazing she's a YouTuber check her out she does this planner every year and it's called the like dream workbook planner um and for the past three years I filled it out and it was like choose your word for the year my word for last year was harmonious Mm -hmm. and I remember telling Skylar about this like I want my life and my like workspace and everything to be like harmonious like I don't want it to be dirty I don't want it to be messy and I feel like that definitely was better than years past but I still have a lot of piles. No more piles. No more like, oh, I'm just, this is my clutter shelf. I'll just put it up. I want that to be done. Wow. That's wild. What are your resolutions? I feel like, so my resolutions for this year, I want to take more pictures. Because mm. I feel like before this year, I was like all about, like even if I was just like going to coffee with Jessica or whatever, I would always be like, here like let me snap a picture and I like wouldn't necessarily post it I wouldn't do anything but it was just like pictures for me to have like if I was like laying in bed with the cats and I was like really wanted to remember that moment I would like take a picture right and I feel like this year I've really really tried to work on being present with people and so like even I mean I I feel like I not to toot my own horn but I feel like I've always been good about like if I'm out at dinner with someone like my phone is absolutely away like I've never been that kind of person but I think that I've really tried to work on being in the moment and I think in doing so I've taken like no pictures this year (laughs) and so it's hard like looking back I probably I mean I don't know the actual number but I probably only posted on Instagram like 10 times this year if that like I posted on my Instagram stories like maybe once a day once every other day but I just I don't know I feel like I I didn't take any pictures and especially with bringing a kid into the world I love looking through like my old baby books or Kyle's old baby books and I also just want to like remember that time of us as a new family and so 
I feel like I'm going to try and kind of balance the two of still being in the moment, still being present and active. And like they don't have to be good pictures. I feel like it's the thing too. Like I can take pictures just for me or just like for me to send to like my mom and Sierra and my right. mother-in-law or whatever. It doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing. It doesn't have to fit the Instagram feed. It can yeah. just be for you. Well, and even like I I am making a big point of like to not post like any unflattering pictures of my son. And that doesn't mean like unflattering in the angle like oh that gives him a double chin but just unflattering in that like I don't necessarily want him to be shirtless I don't want him to be like visibly upset like I only want to post like the happy highlight reel to like public platforms but that doesn't mean that I can't take like a funny picture of him like naked in his high chair covered in like gross food yeah just for me yeah you know and so I feel like I'm gonna make a really active effort to do that this year and then my other one is to be more eco-friendly. Mm. I think that I, well, first of all, like a month ago, I washed all of my tote bags because I was like, I have never washed these. And like, that's disgusting. Like some of these tote bags I've had for literally like five years, they've had gallons of milk in them. They've had clothes in them. Like I should probably wash these, but I dried them on high heat. And so they all shrunk. Oh, and no. so now they're like miniature tote bags. <laughs> like the biggest one is like this. Like maybe oh, it could funny. fit like half a gallon of almond milk. Like it's, they're all tiny. Oh, that's funny. I have like maybe two or three that didn't shrink because they were like in my car because I had been using them. But so for the last like month or so, I, I've been using the ones that aren't shrunken, but it's just, like, such a joke to bring in my, like, little mini bags to Trader Joe's that I've been, like, using a lot more paper bags and not being as good about that. Um, and so I want to, like, actively go on this weekend and purchase, like, more tote bags. That yeah. way I can keep doing that because I've been so good about it for so many years. And then also, I feel like just little things of, like, I'm so bad at drinking water and I don't have, like, hydro flask or anything. And so throughout my pregnancy, I've been using a decent amount of plastic water bottles because if I'm on the go, it's easy for me to be, like, I need to finish this in the next 30 minutes. Like, right. I need to be hydrated. This is, like, a very measurable way of me doing that. But that's, like, so bad for the environment, and I feel like I try and be so conscious in so many ways. And so I feel like just trying to keep myself more accountable of, like, that's great that you're eating vegan, but if you're having a water bottle a day, that's really bad. <laughs> like, yeah. cut that out. Just drink from a mason jar or buy a hydro flask or whatever it takes, you right. know? That's but, great. Yeah. So, and I feel like both of those aren't things that are necessarily starting in the new year, like... I, I reflected on what I want to change in the new year. So I'm starting to make those changes now. Right. But it was because of the self-reflection that came with looking at looking at what I want for next year and what I lacked from this year. Yeah. I love those. Those are great. Thanks. I think I have one more that has actually come into my mind since filming that main channel video. Oh. Um, and I think it's to explore what body positivity means in different aspects. Hmm. So I think for one of those things for me, it's like embracing my natural hair. Yeah. I think it's becoming more comfortable without makeup on. Mm -hmm. And like I'm totally comfortable without makeup on in situations that I deem like I don't need makeup. Like right yeah. now, I the only thing I have on is like some eyebrow gel. Yeah. Like all on my everyday, I don't wear makeup. I don't wear makeup on the vlog. But I don't think I've like ever filmed a main channel video without some form of makeup on. Yeah. I don't think I've ever like gone to an event without makeup on. I think I want to try to explore like are there other aspects about who I am and my body and myself that I can be more positive about yeah whether it's my hair whether it's makeup body hair is another thing that I want to get more comfortable with mm -hmm. um I was thinking about doing a video where I like don't shave for a month oh, like armpits legs everything and just kind of exploring are there other things about like I guess not even body positivity, but just overall positivity in yeah. myself and confidence that I can work on. I think that's great. Yeah. I feel like this year will be very interesting. And I, I mean, 
it's like I guess a resolution but also just something I like am always constantly working on I think that's one of the things I have in my like what I'm leaving behind in 2019 is I booked my first therapy appointment for the first time in years I love that and I feel like I'm actually in a really good headspace right now I think that but I I understand that there's so much change happening in my life that I want to get on top of that and find someone that I like now so that way if I do suffer from any like postpartum depression or like body issues with like dealing with like my postpartum body and like learning to accept and love that and like not falling into old bad habits that that way I like have it on lockdown I'm held accountable it's not like a big daunting thing of I have to find a therapist I like and wait a month for an appointment it's like no I have someone I have appointments scheduled for every couple weeks or whatever it may be and I yeah I feel like working on constantly bettering my mental health and bettering like my image of myself Mm -hmm. is definitely something that I want to bring into 2020. That's great. I want to make a therapy appointment for soon because that was one of the things that my dietitian had recommended and I just haven't with the holidays and everything I just haven't gotten around to doing it but I really should. I'm glad that you're doing that. That's really great. Thanks. Um going off that do we want to talk about things that we're leaving behind yeah let's do it okay do you want to go first sure I kind of said mine um so I think a big thing for me is I validate myself through my work Mm -hmm. and through my work ethic um and I feel like I am what do you what do I even mean by this I feel like I don't want to be I don't want to give myself off days because then that means I'm less of a hard worker like it's putting less value into how much time you're putting into your work and I want to leave that in 2019 that it's okay for me to do one video a week and have two days a week whether that be Saturday Sunday or a Tuesday and a Friday that I have two days a week where I I'm not doing work maybe I'm checking my email a few times but that's okay that doesn't make me a bad person that doesn't make me lazy that doesn't make me someone who has like doesn't have work ethic that just makes me someone who's valuing my personal time yeah and I think I want to leave that idea of like I am valuable because I'm a hard worker I am valuable because you know my channel is doing well or this is successful or that's successful like I want to start valuing myself for me as a person and not like my output well and I also feel like not to put on to you but just as an outsider and someone who works with you I feel like you very much have either like I am working or like we're going on vacation yeah we're going over to my parents house it's a holiday like it's it's never just like what are you doing today oh you know I'm chilling no like I feel like all the time you'll ask me we'll like work for like a couple hours on a weekend or we'll hang out for a couple hours and then you'll be like so what are you doing for the rest of the day and I'll be like it's seven o'clock so like going home gonna like have some dinner and go to bed yeah but it's because you like are so busy all the time yeah and I feel like you like being busy but it's okay to sometimes have like what am I doing for the rest of the day nothing yeah want to watch some Netflix (laughs) sure yeah I don't think it always has like I don't I want to leave in 2019 valuing myself based on my productivity yeah like it's okay to just chill out sometimes totally I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to well and also I think especially because what you do it is like you can see the analytics of it of like this video performed like worse than usual I have more subscribers than usual like it is such a fluctuating thing and there may come a day where there is a dip in your channel like we've kind of been like riding this wave and I feel like starting to remove yourself from like if my channel starts declining that means I'm declining in my value is like an important thing to start the process of now so that if in 10 years or in two months or in whenever it's not it's not like a a sad thing right right or it's not a reflection on you that's not a reflection of who I am yeah and I think another thing for me is like if I was working as much as I do as like a lawyer yeah then people would be like oh she's a lawyer like she's got lots to do but I think since I'm a youtuber and like just a business owner from social media I I think a lot there is this like what does she do all day kind of thing like oh Sierra's so busy but like 
what does she really have to do? Like, yeah. you just film some videos. And so then I think I have to validate that I'm working. Like, oh, no, I I work on weekends. I work 60-hour weeks. And it's yeah. like, first of all, I shouldn't take my value in how much I work. And second of all, if people don't understand how much I'm working, who cares? And also, then those aren't the people who are around you every yeah. day because the people who are around you know that you work a ton. Right. Like I, <laughs> So if, you if working more isn't going to affect their image no. of you. If there's a comment on a video that's like, Sierra says that she works all the time, but like she only has to film videos. She must only work 10 hours a week. That's fine if someone thinks that. Yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't let that affect me negatively by working too much. Yeah. I feel like it would be different if, like, Stephen was saying that right. to you. Or if I was saying that to you. Like, then that's someone in your actual life who actually knows you being like, I think you're lazy. But and the that's only thing problematic that people... and yeah. whatever. But the, like, you're, I bet you're about yeah. to say, the only thing people tell you is like, you need to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to chill out. Yeah. Of me and Stephen being like, maybe you should go down to one video a week that might be a good idea right you know and I think a big thing for me too was like oh if I go down to one video a week I just need to be using that time on other projects yeah but it's also like maybe it's okay to just take some of that time for me like so that's a big thing for me I was listening to a podcast the other day and Casey Neistat was on it for like half of it and I didn't realize he went 600 days posting every single day and he was like it's crazy because once you stop that your life changes so much for the better but also like you'll never be in that grind again right like you have to understand that like I am making this change and it's going to be positive for all these reasons but also you're not getting that fulfillment from your work anymore and you have to be okay with that right right but it is such a crazy thing it is um what's one for you um, my only other one is having to defend my choices all the time. Mm. So my mother-in-law actually pointed this out to me the other day because we were like talking about all of the choices I'm making, whether that's like circumcision, like if I'm pro or against it. And we were talking about like the the argument of whether breastfeeding is vegan because obviously I've said on the podcast before I'm raising my son vegetarian but I personally am vegan um and so she was asking me like what's the difference between like uh, your son drinking your milk versus you drinking a cow's milk Mm -hmm. and I was having to explain to her the whole thing I've explained to a lot of people that to me I'm consenting this milk is made for my son just like a calf's milk is made for the cow and that cow is consenting like it's a totally different thing to me morally um but I was like defending myself and she was like I I was thinking about it you are always having to defend yourself and I was like yeah I think it's because I I make a lot of decisions that are not regular. Right. Or, like, not standard. You go against the grain with a lot of your, like, life choices. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like I'm living out, like, this crazy life. No, you're not. But I think especially, like, going into parenthood, there are a lot of decisions that people make for their kids that's just like, yep, that's standard. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And I think I am really sitting down and deciding, like, what do I believe in, like, is – and what do I believe is, like, morally and ethically correct? Right. And then I'm going to make that decision. And so sometimes it's what's standard, but a lot of the times it's not, you right. know? And so I think that I do find myself constantly having to defend myself and having to be like, well, actually, I watched a lot of documentaries on it. Or actually, I did this research and this research when at the end of the day, I should just be able to say, yep, I'm making that decision. And that's for me. And that's it. And yeah. and you can you have know, a conversation about it with someone if you want to, but yeah. you don't have to go on the defensive. Exactly. And I think that's automatically where I go because I automatically think everyone's going to be like up in arms that I'm making whatever decisions of like I am getting mostly like wooden toys or like toys that promote like imaginative play and all these other things. And I feel like that's not an inherently crazy decision. Right. But – in saying that, I feel like I have to say, oh, well, you know, in this study it said this, that, and the other. And at the end of the day, I can just be like, no, that's just a decision I'm making. Yeah, that's what I'm so, deciding. Yeah. So 
that's something I'm leaving behind. I love that. What were some of your highlights of this year? Um, yeah, I'm going to take my headphones off. Well, I already did because they're kind of hurting my ears. Aww. This is the second podcast we're filming. <laughs> so sorry. But hopefully I'm not um, talking too loud. I also realized I didn't say what my resolution was for Oh, yeah. My resolution from last year was to be less judgmental. And I don't know if I really did that good of a job on it. <laughs> like being candid. I think that it's just something I'm always going to have to work on in my life. Yeah. Like I think it kind of circles back to what we were just saying about having to defend myself. Yeah. I think that I'm I'm absolutely never judgmental of people's like physical appearances. No, no, or, no, no. Like monetary things or anything. But I think I do have strong opinions for how I live my life and like what I believe in politically or whatever. And I think I've gotten in like less political arguments with my grandma this year <laughs> like I think, I think that I've I've kind of stepped back on like and gotten off my high horse a little bit but I think internally there is still a part of me that thinks like my way is like at the end of the day the correct way yeah you know whether I'm like awesome you can make your decisions I'm making mine no further conversation right. I think still in my brain I'm like yeah, but it would be better if you did it my way. <laughs> I just don't vocalize that. And so I think at the like I would love to get to a space where I truly believe like we are all on our own journey. Whatever anyone else does does not affect me. I'm only in control of myself. And so I think I think that's the journey that will be a lifelong journey for me. Yeah, you're so interesting with that because you are easily the least judgmental person I've ever met in terms of like like you said, appearance monetary things like social status like clothes like anything yeah I think for you it's like morality and like life choices yeah and I think I think the the difference is I think a lot of people can look and be like this is your moral compass and this is my moral compass and so like your life lines up with your moral compass yeah and I think the hard thing with you with like for you with getting past that is you are so tied to like your moral compass yeah that it's hard to imagine having a different moral compass well I think part of the problem is that I just swing so far in this direction that it, like it just it's hard because I think I in almost all of my life choices I like to think that I'm putting other people before myself which yeah. is like something that I'm also working on but like eating vegan or I don't know there are just a lot of things that I feel like I put other people's lives other people's time other people's everything in front of my own and so when I see people doing the complete opposite it's hard for me to be like that's just them like they just love I don't know I don't want to say any specific examples because I don't want people to think I'm judging them in the comments <laughs> but I feel like I'm, I'm really trying to work on getting to a place where I don't think I'll ever be like yay guns yay eating meat from slaughterhouses yay whatever but just being like that's totally okay yeah that's okay if that's something that's important to you that does not affect me at all and like truly believing that because I think I've gotten to a point where I can say that to people yeah and like not be judgmental verbally but I think still in my brain when I think the next step after that too is like not only is it okay but like I won't let this affect my view of you yeah no absolutely I mean I think that this year like even yeah I think I think I've made a lot of progress but I don't think I've fully gotten there but I don't think anyone ever looks back at their new year's resolution it's like yep checked that one off fully oh totally like I think it's it's progress and I think it's important to like acknowledge that you're like actively working on those things but I think the progress that I've made has made it so that now it's a non-issue in my life yeah like I do you feel like it was an issue before um I feel like I had an issue with it like I Mm. had an issue I don't know always having to like bite my tongue and and now I feel like I don't have to bite my tongue in situations because I've just trained myself like I'm not I'm not gonna say anything everything's fine they're okay everyone's on their own journey like I ate meat for many many years I did that's the only one I can like (laughs) say because I feel like that's not like really controversial but like at some point I was at the same place like none of us 
start out at this end goal. So how can I judge someone who's just doing their best? Well, and also your end goal is not going to be the same as everyone else's. Exactly. And like not everyone, like, I mean, I've talked to my mother-in-law a lot about it. Like she was raised on like a farm and so she eats meat, but it's because she understands like the circle of life into her when she like eats chicken, she like understands like what has happened for that to be yeah on her plate I don't know that's a whole tangent but I feel like I didn't fully get there but I got to a place where it's not disrupting my life anymore that's good and I'm gonna continue to work on it I love that less judgment (laughs) (laughs) I like that um okay 2019 highlights okay um do you want to like go one after the other or (laughs) I didn't see yours and your first one is New York with Kenzie and then after that, it says in New York with Skylar, but I thought it was just going to say New York, just with, New York Kenzie, with Kenzie. And I was going to like bite my tongue again <laughs> and be like, that's so lovely. So glad you and your other friend so had a nice glad. trip. You and your other <laughs> pregnant friend had a great time. <laughs> but no, so I was going through like my photos trying to remember what happened this year. And I was like, oh, yeah, I went to New York with Kenzie when she was like, 30 weeks pregnant or like 28 weeks pregnant and then I was like I kept scrolling and I was like and I went to New York with Skylar when she was 28 weeks or 30 weeks pregnant and I was like and then in between those two I went to New York for a business trip so I went to New York three times this year two of them with my two pregnant best friends which was so cool and so fun we had never been together yeah that was like on I think I told you that on the trip that was one of my favorite trips I've ever taken anywhere Oh, that's so sweet. Like, it was just so know. fun. If you, if you did tell me that, I definitely thought you were just, like, hyping me up. No. That's so sweet. Like, I look back on that as, like, one of the best trips I've had, even though it was, like, half a business trip and, like, not super long. Like, Aww. everything just went so well. We had so much, like, sweet. fun together. Yeah. And we were just, like, silly and being in our hotel room. And it felt, like, full circle for, like, teenage us. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, that was one of my highlights, too. But I feel like going off of that, one of my highlights of this year was how much amazing theater I was Mm. able to see. Like, I feel so blessed and privileged that I have been able to see so many amazing shows this year. And just looking back, I feel like it's, I don't know, I'm just so grateful. I feel like there have been a couple shows this year that I've seen, like, the touring versions of or whatever that I was like, "Mm." that was really bad like that was just straight up not good but every time I have to remind myself like maybe for two Christmases I got tickets to like touring shows when I was a kid and that was the biggest deal in the entire world to me to like go down to the civic center I would get like so dressed up I would look forward to it for months and so the fact that that's now like a normal part of my life yeah and that I am in a place where I've seen so many shows that I can be like "Mm, that show wasn't it is like a very privileged thing that I'm very grateful for that's so cool that's so cool also Hades Town was just amazing so good oh my gosh I want to see it again same (laughs) let's go let's go right now (laughs) um and then I also had two other I I actually did quite a bit of travel this year yeah um I think I knew that Stephen and I were gonna start trying at the end of this year and I was like, okay, you know, in a couple years, I'm not going to be able to just, like, get an opportunity to go on a business yeah. trip and take it or, like, go visit my friend Corey in Montana. Like, that's not going to be as easy for me. So, like, yeah. this year should really be the year I take advantage of those things. And I did a lot. Two of my favorite trips were Stephen and I going to Europe with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to London and Plymouth in um, England. And then we also went to Venice, just the two of us, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And then Stephen and I also took our Disney World trip, which was like a big bucket list thing for both of us, but mostly him since like we met. That's so fun. Yeah, I feel like one of my highlights was definitely going to London, even though on a previous podcast, I forgot that we went to London this year. <laughs> I definitely remembered London. I just didn't. This year has been so insane. When it was at the beginning of the year. And so, but I feel like that was the most amazing thing. I mean, I've I've been to Iceland, but I've never been to anywhere in Europe. Yeah. And Kyle has been to every continent except for Antarctica, wow. which is like a fun thing to be able to say um but so it was really cool getting to go because he had only ever gone with like 
big groups and it was like different because he was a teenager and I don't think that was ever like the final end destination it was like oh we're stopping through London we'll do a bus tour and then continue on right and so it was really cool getting to experience it with someone and do like completely different things yeah like I just I love big trips because I feel like I I need to get better about like planning trip like weekends in San Diego yeah because I feel like when I go on a trip I plan out like every place which I know you don't like doing and that's why we're like different in that respect but I feel like it's so fun to be like I know we have reservations at this like underground Harry Potter bar right I know that we're going to like this cafe that like this happens at or we're seeing this show and I don't know that was a highlight for me. That's so cool. What's another one for you? Um, two of my highlights, again, about you and Kenzie. Mm-hmm. Um, highlights were Skylar getting pregnant mm-hmm. and Kenzie giving birth. And also this year, I didn't realize, this year is also when Kenzie told me she got pregnant. That was January of 2019. That's wild. I know. At this time last year, this time one year ago, I did not have two pregnant best friends. Much less one that has a child and one that's pregnant. Both you, well, Kenzie was pregnant, but she hadn't told me yet. You weren't even trying yet. Yeah. Well, and this year included in that, like, you started trying. Which was another one of my highlights at the end. Just Steven and I kind of, like, taking that leap into trying to conceive has been, like, such a cool thing that I had wanted for a while. And, yeah, it's been really cool. I'm so happy for you guys. I feel like two of the happiest days of my entire life were like you telling me that you got pregnant and like Kenzie giving birth. And I'm like so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited to meet your baby. I almost said his name. Um, Because I just know that that's going to be one of those like best days of my life too. Because I remember like going to the hospital and like meeting Harlan and holding her for the first time and me just being like, I am going to remember this day forever. And Mm -hmm. I know that's how I'm going to be with baby pee too that's so exciting that's so sweet i know last night we had our hospital tour and they were like telling us about like how many guests are allowed in the room and whatever and because of flu season like this many people or it might get stripped down to this many people and so kyle and i were like doing the math in our head of like okay if my mom is there in the room when I'm giving birth with Kyle, then that means that Sierra can come in immediately thereafter. <laughs> and then Steven can also be there, but he can't be in labor and delivery. He has to be in postpartum. And then they can leave. Aww. And then, like, my stepdad can come. Or, but we were, like, doing the math. And you were, like, the first person. It was, like, mm, <laughs> I want to cry. Mm. But it's very exciting. So, exciting. so What's another one for you? Ooh, um, I mean, I'll go off of that. I feel like being pregnant and getting yeah. pregnant. Um, I feel like the last maybe two weeks, yeah, I'd say probably two weeks, even just this last week, have been a lot harder with pregnancy. Like, I feel like up until this point, I've said, like, I like being pregnant just as much. Well, at first I was saying, I like being pregnant more than I like not being pregnant. Yes, you were saying and that for a while. I said, I like being pregnant just <laughs> as much. And now I'm at the point where it's still just as much because I feel like there are so many pros to it. Like, I love having him with me all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm never alone. Like, even if I'm, like, scared in a situation or anxious, like, I can talk to him and I just mm-hmm. feel like I have like a little person with me like I love when I sing in the car and he starts like kicking me (laughs) like I like to say it's like him like applauding me but in reality (laughs) he's probably like shut up it's so loud in here um but like there's so many things I love about it but it has gotten really hard in the last couple weeks right and so but I still just am am so grateful to be kind of like on this journey and we wanted it so badly for I mean whoa that wasn't a burp that was like something in my chest um (laughs) that was my baby being like I want to interject um I mean I I wouldn't say we wanted it for so long because I understand that people try for years and years and it's a whole process but we have wanted that ever since we got married and then we were actively trying for months and so I just feel really excited and I don't know good about it sorry I have like a burp in my chest <laughs> that's so what's sweet what's another one for you um graduating community college that's that was really cool that was like a big 
thing for me that I wasn't sure if I was going to do. My grad party was super fun. I walked in my college graduation ceremony. That was really cool. Um, And then from like the business side of things, I really enjoyed like expanding the team. I remember uh, under a year ago, it was January of 2019. You and I were talking. We were like having a night where we watched The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And you were like, wouldn't it be crazy if like maybe like three years down the line, like we hired another person and then there was like someone who like worked with me too and like Mm -hmm. I could do more creative stuff and then we had someone else that was doing more of like the organizational stuff and I'm like yeah that'd be crazy like maybe in like a couple years and then like the channel has been growing so much and we've been able to scale things so much that this year we hired on Rachel my editor Mm -hmm. this time last year I was editing every single video my on my own yeah and it was crazy and so in uh March of 2019 we hired on Rachel and then we hired on Carly in June. Woo-woo! Carly, which has been fantastic. Um, and the idea, Rachel, if you're listening, I would woot woot for you too. It's because Carly's in sitting office. right here. I don't want you to think I'm playing favorites. I also love you, Rachel. Woot woot for Rachel as well. Um, we then hired Jessica more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I also hired Emily, who mm-hmm. helps with thumbnails. And then Nick, my manager, we started working with him in May, I think. And then Steven uh, started working on the channel. He, at this time last year, did not work on the channel at all. He handles, like, all the finance stuff, a lot of the, like, back-end business stuff, Mm -hmm. which we would not have been able to scale the way we did this year without him doing that. Yeah. Without him making sure all of our tax stuff was in line, hiring a company to do bookkeeping, Mm -hmm. um, and incorporating us into an s-corp um handling all of like the payments and everything like Mm -hmm. that well and even kenzie helps a little bit yeah kenzie some of the back end moderates comments and helps with scheduling videos yeah so it's been a really crazy year we were talking about that the other day of how crazy that now like me kenzie jessica and steven are all a part of the team yeah like how fun all my friends all (laughs) all of your group i know Uh, and then Kyle helps with link in the description. Link in the description. But that's on his own accord. <laughs> but it is so cool. Yeah, it's just I never ever and I never would have thought that I would hit a million subscribers this year. Hey Carly, could you open that drawer on the desk and grab me my uh yeah, it, my blue workbook of life. This is Lavendaire's workbook from last year. Yeah, it's that blue one right there. I got I wanna... so nervous. You've been surprising no, it's people not su- it's so not much lately. I was like, oh my god, what is so <laughs> happening? In this workbook last year, there's this page that says, hold on, let me find it. I don't want to show everything else because there's maybe some stuff in here I don't want to show. Uh-huh. It's like gossip about me. I mean, you didn't say no. No, it's not. <laughs> So, in my workbook last year, my 2019 workbook of life from Lavendaire, it had a list that said, it like, tw- your goals for 2019, like, if, like, not even just realistic goals. Like, yeah. if there was anything that could happen, like, what would it be? Um, and I put, hit 1 million subscribers, which I thought at the time was outlandish. I was like, I almost didn't write it down. Because I was like, there's no way that that's going to happen. Um... It was, again, the clutter the clutter one. Mm-hmm. Um, I put be more kind and selfless and graduate college. Aww. And it's crazy that, like, those things happened. Yeah. Because I really thought, I really thought there was no way I would hit a million subscribers. Yeah. Like, abs- I thought that was absolutely crazy. And it's, mm. it's nuts to me that that happened this year. And yeah. that we were able to expand the team so much and – you know evolve my content so much launch the podcast yeah like, do it's a crazy. live show that that's another one of mine do you want to do one of one more of yours sure um let's see uh another one of mine was moving to san diego yeah which is crazy kyle and i were talking about that the other day because our our lease is up on the 28th of january and we did a 13 month lease so we got our apartment that we're currently in in on december 28th of 2018 but we didn't move in until january the skylar and kyle who lived in la feel like 
such distant people. I it's just crazy. Like it's a totally different world and I can't believe that I've only been living in San Diego for all of this year. I feel like you've become a different person too. Oh for sure. (laughs) For sure. I mean I also stopped doing lighting design. Like there have been a lot of huge changes in my life this year but I'm just like really grateful to be in San Diego Mm. and that we like actually did it. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about moving down to San Diego for I mean, pretty much, like, ever since I moved up to L.A. <laughs> yeah. Of, like, eventually we want to get down there. But with Kyle's job being so specific and, like, all of themed entertainment being – I mean, the furthest south you really can get is Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm, which still is, like, far away from family and friends. And so we thought the best we would ever be able to do would be, like, Anaheim, Orange County. And – it's just crazy that we You're were able in to San do Diego. it. I know. I'm so, so happy you guys are here. It's me been so nice. Too. <laughs> I know. It'll be so fun. And now we're moving. And so it's going to be fun because where we're moving to will actually be a lot closer to all of our family and friends. So yeah. it's like I already felt like I was so close to everyone because we were in San Diego. But where we were in San Diego was still a little bit far from yeah. everyone. So now you're really close. Now I'll be real close to everyone. That's so exciting. Um, what about you? One of mine, I think it's on your list too, is the live show. Mm-hmm. The live show and like my first meet and greet. That was yeah. like huge highlight of my year. That was awesome. It was so crazy. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that was just so surreal. And I feel like for me, I mean, I don't have anything else written down on my list, but I have been so grateful that I've kind of become a like semi-public figure of I think like because of this podcast like I do put myself out there on the internet whereas Mm. before I literally didn't at all like before this year I wasn't even in main channel videos ever no like it wasn't even because I wasn't in office so it wasn't like Skylar what do you think of my crazy outfit like I literally I mean I had my own Instagram but I like wasn't on the internet yeah and I'm just so grateful that I, I don't think at all this year I've I've had a day where like hate has gotten to me or I've yeah. ever thought like wow I wish I wasn't online like I'm so grateful to be it that the way that I'm online is through you yeah. and you've cultivated such like a kind compassionate mm-hmm. audience that I <laughs> that I've never felt like wow I regret this or any second mm-hmm. thoughts yeah. if that makes sense that makes me so happy I'm glad I mean really like I feel like our viewers and our listeners are like uh, such an additive to my life mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of influencers talk and I know a lot of people's audiences are way more critical than mine but I've heard a lot of influencers say things like yeah I love making videos but like it's really difficult dealing with like the community or it's yeah. really difficult dealing with like viewers and and that kind of stuff and I feel like the people who watch my videos and especially listen to the podcast and like watch the vlogs and follow us on Instagram are like an additive to my life like yeah they make my life and my experience on the internet better like I feel like I mean obviously there are hate comments every day but I think that like the only time where you ever get like an excess of hate comments is if like a video goes way viral and it's not your people watching the video or like if there's something that happens where it's not your viewers right who are who are contributing negatively so I just feel like I'm so grateful that you've been able to cultivate Mm. such like an amazing audience and through that we've been able to grow the podcast together and I feel like this is just our little family. It is. We Aww. love the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two more. Okay. I think. Do you? Do you, are you? Do you have any? More? I'm good. Yeah. My two are um the Hollister photo shoot. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. Um, and my brother getting engaged. My Ooh. older brother. Everyone's always like, "Your brother's engaged. He's 17. <laughs> I'm like, "No, I have an older brother who also, doesn't like to be on camera." Also, everyone has like such a big crush on Austin on your <laughs> channel. Like, I feel like anytime Austin's in any video, people are like, "Ooh, get me his phone number. Like, what's his Instagram?" So I feel like not only are people like, "Isn't he underage?" but they're also like, "But I want to be engaged to him." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like. 
your older brother getting engaged was such like a happy special thing yeah i love his fiance i absolutely adore her i just i'm so excited and i i don't have any sisters and also steven doesn't have any sisters and his brother isn't married so it's like i don't really have a like buddy in like any of my family talking about you have your sister my sister sisters (laughs) um but like in my family there's not like I don't have like I I grew up always seeing my mom and my aunt be like BFFs yeah and that was her brother's wife no absolutely and I remember always being like wow I want that kind of friendship someday that like whenever we're at like Thanksgiving or Easter or Christmas with them like her and my mom are always like laughing having a great time like they get along so well and then when my brother started dating his now fiance, I was like, wow, she's awesome. Like, I hope they get married so she can be my buddy. Oh, and your now I'm sister. so happy. She'll be your sister-in-law. No, I always wanted to. And she doesn't have any sisters either. She's a triplet of fraternal to fraternal triplet. And she's a girl, obviously. <laughs> and then she has two brothers. So oh, that'll be so yeah. fun. I do feel like having a sister is such a special thing of growing up. Since my sister is so much younger than me, we never were like traditional sisters of I feel like she always to me was like a baby Mm -hmm. but now that she's in high school I feel like we're we've throughout the last couple years we've gotten so much closer because I'm like oh you're a person right who has like thoughts and opinions and like it's really cool it's really Mm -hmm. cool to see that and it's like weird that in a couple of years she'll be like driving and I don't know so cool it's just so cool to to have that person who's like you know is going to be there yeah no matter what i love that 2019 Mm -hmm. was hard Mm -hmm. i know it was hard for you you had a lot of stuff thrown at you yeah but i feel like there was also a lot of good and i'm Mm -hmm. also really excited to move into 2020 i know i feel like my one goal for 2020 is i hope it's a chill year (laughs) you need a chill year like what did you say your word was for last year harmony my year I just want it to be chill. You sound like, like a stoner from middle school. <laughs> I just want 2020 to just be like chill. Like I just, this year has been filled with so many, like the highest highs of my life and the lowest lows. Like yeah. I've had so many family members pass away. I've had pets pass away. Like I've just, I've been in multiple car crashes. I've like totally car but then also like I've gotten pregnant and been able to travel and move down to San Diego and now we're like gonna buy our first home and and so I feel like it's been such a roller coaster and I'm grateful for my journey but I would love if we like pull to a stop and just have like hang out for a bit I I feel like I've been on California screaming or the Incredicoaster and I'd love to be on Heimlich's choo-choo train let's make 2020 the year of Heimlich's choo-choo train absolutely that's a great place to end the podcast (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode um remember that we're taking a three-week break so we will be back on Monday January 27th um and hopefully with Skylar but no promises yeah she goes into early labor we'll see i Um, mean we could probably record the podcast like from the hospital oh (laughs) live stream (laughs) it Uh, anyways anyways we love you guys hope you have a good new year's and we'll see you next year (gasps) Bye. bye